Episode 102, what happens week one? Welcome to the School of Weight Loss podcast, where we empower you to reach your healthy weight goals with less wasted effort, money, and time. This is the podcast that uses evidence-based tips and tools to simplify weight loss for the ladies who've tried it all. If you struggle with obesity or being overweight, you're tired of endless dieting and never reaching your goals and just plain tired with life, this is the podcast for you. I'm your host, obesity medicine certified physician, life and weight loss certified coach, Dr. Emily Vinzan. Let's get this episode started. Hello there, ladies. So on our last episode, I had my husband on to discuss starting again, but better. And here's what I want to share with you all. My husband is decided to get healthy. And I'm super excited because as someone who's coached weight loss now for years, he's always likes to do things his own way and not always understand the value of what his wife has learned. You might experience that in your own lives. But he decided it was just time to get healthy and was super motivated to get started. I am learning so much through his journey because it's like I get to start again, but see the ways that we can make it simpler, we can get results faster and share my wisdom in a way that's super succinct because let's be honest, my husband doesn't listen to me for that long. <laughs> and he's here today, right, Brian? Yes. Do you listen to my podcast? Sometimes. That's a lie. When you tell me to listen to it. And when then you ask me to listen to it. How often is that? Not very often. Do you watch my coaching videos? No. Do you wholeheartedly believe what I say? Yes. Oh, that's good. Thank you for that one. So I actually love that, honey, because it's helping me get cleaner and see the things that I already know, how they pan out, whether you're watching videos or doing all of that alongside it or not. You have had a tremendous week one. Would you agree? Yes. Result-wise, simplicity-wise, ease of navigating it, has it been better than you anticipated? About what I anticipated. Okay. We haven't exceeded expectations yet. No. Why not? No, I mean, I know it's, it's a process. Okay. So <laughs> on last week's episode, we were actually at midweek one and we shared some things about that. But I think I want you all to see what you can expect to occur in week one, because we oftentimes have very unrealistic expectations about that. And if you can set yourself up in a way that preps you for this success, I think you can experience way more wins in week one than deprivation and misery. And you can value this and see this as the beginning, as he said, as Brian just said, this is a process. I know that. So the first things that we did were just truly working on setting him up for success of looking, and I shared that on last week's episode, if you haven't heard it, looking at the health trajectory, looking at all the wins besides just the scale. And then we created a very simple process to do this, right? And Brian's using my journal that we share in the Lively Lady Club. How long does it take you to do a day? Less than five minutes. Less than five minutes to do it. Does it feel overwhelming or complicated? No. I think that that's the key. Because how many rules do you feel like you're following right now? Not very many. What are your quote unquote rules? 
for reaching your healthy weight goal right now and being the healthiest version of you? What would you say those are? Because most of the time we think of weight losses or diet rules. And by the time we're like looking at week one, right, we're looking at a lot of overwhelm. We're looking at a lot of changes. We're looking at, you know, going and reshopping and fixing everything to fit that. Have you experienced your weight loss journey in week one being like that? No, it's simple. I get up, I write down what I'm going to have to eat for the day. And I follow the plan. That's it. Pretty simple. In that space, do you feel like what we've eaten has been drastically different than what you would normally eat? No. Well, I mean, the only thing that's drastically different is all the junk that I would eat. You know, the apps and the drinks and the pops and the... But no, I mean, I, don't, I, I know that stuff's not good for me. So, I mean, by having a plan, I just know it keeps me on track. That's it pretty simple. So our meals necessarily, and for those of you who haven't done your energized eating plan, you got to join me in the challenge to create that because we make it in a way that feels like your favorite family cookbook. I don't know that Brian would say, and you answer this, that our meals have been different than what we normally would eat. No, we, we had some really good meals. Yeah, we had some good meals. And I week. even had seconds a few times. I mean, we've had pasta we've had uh mississippi pot roast mississippi pot roast my favorite chicken, chicken salad homemade chicken noodle soup from your mom yeah it's very it's been very just traditional quote unquote americana eating right and we even went up and visited and had a birthday party and all sorts of things in this week so I want you to notice that what Brian said, the biggest difference is he's taking out the snacks and the emotional eating between meals. And I think that's one of the ways that the week one progress can be so much greater. You see, when we create an energized eating plan, we look at the what first, protein, veggies, and then the rest. We look at three meals a day, no snacks, because snacking is always emotional eating. And so Brian's biggest change that he's felt like has been truly the between meals. I think it's super important. Have you felt extremely hungry without those things this week? No. Have you felt hungry this week? No. I think that's so key to notice because a lot of us have brains that are very tricky and they say things during the first week like you're not eating enough, you're starving. And I want you to notice that probably almost all of that is emotional hunger, especially if you're doing three meals a day. So I like starting with three meals a day because guess what? Then you can tell yourself I'm eating three meals a day that's enough to fuel my body. Now, Brian's doing less than three meals a day. That's always his a prerogative. You can look at longer fasting. He likes that aspect, but that isn't even necessary. I think you can get amazing week one results by simplifying that. So in this week one, that's Brian's plan, right? That's his plan that's felt very simple. If you consider that, my dear lively ladies, that's a pretty dang simple plan. He shared last week that he loves weighing daily. And that's I not- I didn't say I love weighing daily. I just said I've started weighing daily. I understand the importance of it. Okay, there's a key there. He has been weighing daily because he sees the importance of it. And what are your thoughts about the importance of weighing daily? It keeps you, it keeps you in the know of where you're at. And there was one day, there was two days where I stayed the same weight and I go, oh man. But I knew you said that happens. And then the next day I was down significantly after those two days at the same way. How much were you down the next day? Maybe three pounds. The day after two days where the scale stuck. Hear that, my dear ladies. Because here's what I want you to know. If you hear what Brian just said, he anticipated that coming and he was in this for the progress. 
so many times. Four, four pounds. Actually. Four pounds. And by the way, the most I've had somebody lose overnight is seven pounds. It, it happens. Here's the thing I want you to know. You can anticipate that. So what to expect for week one is expect that if you're four days in and your plan is overwhelming, related to diet rules, super deprivation based, and you have two to three days where the scale sticks, you are likely going to quit. Brian did not see this as a problem. I actually do remember you asking me a few times, like, should I do this? Should I do that? And I said, no, stick with exactly what you're doing. This is what you can expect. And I do think that's the difference of having a coach, truly. But you can notice this for yourself is that here's what happens the first few days. A lot of that weight is fluid shifts. So you're going to get pretty dang good weight loss. I think most of the time it's not even after the first day, it's after a couple days. And then your body is so incredibly smart and working with you. And it's like, wait a second, are we dying here? So the scale will stick. It won't move for a bit. And I want you to ask yourself how many times you've stopped your weight loss journey because you view this as a short-term diet right when that happens. Whereas if you tell yourself, or maybe you have a beautiful coach who's your wife who's sitting beside you to say, you can expect that. That's what's going to happen. Don't go into deprivation mode. Don't tell yourself it's not working. It's working. Your body's doing what it's supposed to do now. And especially for those of us who've done a lot of dieting, who've done a lot of trials, who expect diets to be short term, who expect to get really quick results at best, that is something that learning to manage your mind around will be huge for your journey. Because if you're in this for the long term, and you go into super deprivation mode, you're gonna get to that place where it's too hard, the scale isn't moving fast enough, you're gonna start restricting back your life to lose that weight faster, and it's gonna ultimately be a long-term sacrifice for a short-term gain. So stick with the plan. Week one, setting the plan and creating a plan that you can stick with is enough. Don't go overload there. And anticipate that midweek one, you're gonna get some scale sticking because that's what happens. And then the next day, and this may not be day four or five, I think, what day was it for you? Day five? I don't know. Four <laughs> or five. I mean, He messed up really on matter. his days. On no, his I didn't mess up on my days. We started in the middle of the week. Okay. So it's like it didn't start. At <laughs> what? The... We didn't start on a Monday? No, we no. didn't start on a Monday. What? So here's the thing. I think it's around, usually it's around day four or day five that that's going to happen. And then the scale will move again. Your body day will adjust to that. Is day three. Yeah, day three, the scale sticks, but day four or five, usually it starts moving again, right? That's also for those of you who, you know, cut back significantly on sugar when you're going to notice the energy starting to come back, the scale starting to move. How often do you quit before you get that win? How often do you quit before you get that win? So I think the keys to expect in week one are to know that those are coming, but to create a plan that you can and want to stick to through it. So Brian, in week one, let's talk about a few of the spots that you struggled. That was really only one. <laughs> he had none. Well, I've been journaling alongside you and I looked at a few for me. There were a few times I was justifying little child-sized snacks. There are a few times I had pretzel bites because I made them for my daughter because my mom brought them out here when we were sick and I was putting them in the oven and they tasted so good and they smelled so good. And I actually remember you doing that, Keith. I mean, I didn't have a problem with it. You ate them, but ate you didn't one. have a problem I with ate it. One. Okay. What were your thoughts about the one that made it not a problem? I'm like, big deal. One's not going to kill me. I, I didn't even really think Why about it. Why did you much. not have a second then? 
Because I think that thought oftentimes leads us to one won't kill me. Let me have a second. Because I know I didn't need a second. Why did you need a first? Because I wanted it. Why did you want it? Wanted to try them. They looked good. I love pretzels. Yeah. Here's the thing, guys. Some of this, I think, oftentimes I hear coaches like say you'll eliminate emotional eating. I just don't even know that it's entirely possible to eliminate it, but you can gain control over it even in week one. And what you're hearing Brian say is how he gained control over it. Because when you like basic biology means you smell pretzel bites coming out of the oven. It wasn't emotional eating though. I just like. Really? Were you eating to energize your body at that moment? Was it part of your plan to energize you? No. It's emotional eating. (laughs) You guys are getting some coaching on these episodes. That's part of the reason I think it's so fun. Because here's the thing. I always tell people, I do an obesity medicine coaching bonus with my ladies, and we talk about emotional eating and potentially the medications and those sorts of things. That's a bonus in our Lively Lady Club. And I always tell people, I never know how well those medications would work because I don't think people really recognize how much emotional eating they do. Some of us think everything we do is emotional eating and some of us never recognize emotional eating. We don't think we do any of it. And my husband is in that category of saying, I would never, I don't even do that. I don't have a thought or a feeling before I eat. And honey, that is an example of sneaky emotional eating coming out for you. Here's the thing. It's so funny that he says that thought, because to me, that thought is, an, is a sign for me that I'm emotional eating, and it can feel very out of control again, because I'll tell myself one's okay, and then I tell myself again, one's okay, and then I tell myself again, one's okay, and now I've eaten a meal's worth of snacks from an emotional standpoint. And then you go eat the rest of the Ritz sleeve, and it doesn't even matter. That's what you used <laughs> to do, right, honey? Yes. So what was the difference between the pretzel bites this time and the Ritz sleeves? more focused. I want to get healthy. And I know those aren't going to make me healthy. Yeah. You've created thought replacements. You just didn't know it. These are the things we tell ourselves when our old habits come up. That's a thought replacement, right? In our Lively Lady Club, we talk about think, feel, eat cycles. These are the thoughts that drive your actions. So instead of saying, like you normally do with Ritz crackers, because those are a big point of contention. I've talked about those on the podcast before, how you bulk buy them at Sam's. Even in that space, the difference was when you're eating Ritz crackers and you say, one doesn't matter, or what do you say in the past? I'm not even thinking about it. No, in the past when you would eat the whole sleeve. Oh, you're saying you didn't have a thought. Then. I didn't have a thought. I went, I was I was watching a show and I wanted a snack. And then I started eating it. I'm like, well, I'm halfway through. I might as well just. I might as well. Might That's as well. the difference. I might as well. What That's your thought. Ladies, can no, I just I, share? I don't, yeah, I don't know if I thought. I'm like. I just do it. Honey, can I just share with you how amazingly fun this is for me? Because for three years, he's told me he has no thoughts before he eats. And he's literally right now telling me his thoughts while he's eating. All of us do. You just got to give yourself the space to unwind them. And sometimes it takes my dear, lovely husband. I'm going to stop you. Sometimes it takes having someone else to see you, see you and see them. So here's the thing. I don't think it's really thoughts. It's just really bad habits. Just grab another one. Yeah. Another one. But another why, didn't, one. why didn't that habit become a problem with the pretzels then this week? If you don't think there's a thought, why didn't you just do the same thing? Because I know you were making pans full for Eliza. Because I'm more aware of why I'm eating healthy. Yeah. Because of what you said in a minute ago, I have a bigger goal here. I want to get healthy. That's how simple this work becomes. This isn't like rocket science. 
And I think when you incorporate in what I call the empowerment phase of your weight loss journey, becoming the authority of sticking to your plan is different for each and every one of us. Some of you guys may feel like week one is just about it being about diet rules. Like that's as much as you can give. But I want to share with you that this is work you can do at any point and it will change your weight loss journey because it creates such an ease around this. Brian's got amazing thoughts because of how we set this up. It's just driving him right now. Even when the scale doesn't move and he's making pretzel bites and he eats one, he doesn't tell himself, I've already ruined it. The scale hasn't moved anyway. I might as well quit. He stops. He reminds himself of what he's doing and he moves forward. And I'm going to let you say this week, just because it's something to be very proud of. How much weight did you lose this week? 12 pounds. 12 pounds. Now, women don't do this, my dear ladies. Half of that is great success. Men lose about twice as fast as women traditionally. So you can't expect 12 pounds. That being said, you can lose weight by just doing this. So as we finish the week of week one, right, we've weathered those moments. We've weathered the moments where you just kind of justify a little off plan eating. You have a great plan. You don't stick to it perfectly. I always recommend that we look at the week through progress over perfection. And I have a spot in our journals to close the week that says, what were your wins this week? What were your struggles this week? And what do you want to change for next week? So Brian, share with everybody your wins week one, because I think for those of you who are looking at what you can expect week one, first of all, you're either going to say it was entirely a success or it was entirely awful. And most of you are going to want to make that about the scale only. That's the kicker with weight loss, right? You're like, well, the scale decided whether I was successful or not. And that's going to determine whether I go forward. And I just want you to know that you had wins, you had struggles, and you can grow forward through that. That is your path. That is your path to long-term success is to see what the wins were, build on those, see what the struggles were, minimize those going forward by overcoming them, by becoming the authority of sticking to your plan and continuing to progress towards your goal. So I want to have Brian share with you his and I'll share with you mine afterwards. Brian, share with everybody your biggest wins that you wrote down, your biggest struggles and what you're going to change for this week. Basically, stick to the plan, weight down 12 pounds. Feels great to have confidence in the plan. That's my win. Do you, are you at a point where you'd say confidence in yourself or just the plan at this point? Both. Yeah. I love this for ladder thoughts, by the way. This is what we do in coaching. Like, notice how he said, feels great to have confidence in the plan. And I think a lot of us struggle with having confidence in yourself to stick to the plan. You may just be at a place where your biggest win is I have confidence in the plan. That's okay for week one. I promise, because eventually you're going to be empowered to be the authority of sticking to your plan, no matter what the circumstances. My husband likes to claim he doesn't lack confidence, so I'm sure he's going to say he's already at both, which is great. All right. What are your struggles this week that you wrote down? Two day wait stayed the same. That's going to happen. Stick to the plan. Mind and body are complicated. Just follow the school of weight loss expert, Dr. Emily and I'll get to where I need to go by utilizing her tools. What? I, I still, like, how did we get to this point that you really are in? Well, there was something, probably, uh, I think probably the photo you showed me at Disney World. <laughs> okay, ladies. <laughs> but I was already thinking about it anyway, but that, like, reinforced what I need to do. And I'm going to tell you two things, I think. 
here, ready? You do need to be ready and you've got to have made that decision, but don't expect it to be perfect or ultimately know that it's going to be like, I'm always all in with that decision. The decision is always the first step. And I would venture to say that the path you pick with that decision is equally important, but you have to make the decision first. I always tell people three decisions to make ahead of time. The first is, am I in this for the long term or am I in this for my next yo-yo? That's the first decision to make. Like, I think if you work with someone like me, you, you're in it for the long term. Don't join me for a yo-yo because I don't support people in that. <laughs> I supported too many people in that for too long, like in my clinic and in my own history. So I love that. And if you notice, he shares his own thoughts about how to make this work. He just shared them. He just doesn't think he ever has thoughts. <laughs> so what are your changes or plans for week two going forward? Keep up what I'm doing. Basically, keep it simple. It's not complicated. It's, it really is simple if you follow the plan. That's the trick. Follow the plan. Yeah. It's that easy. And when you don't? Don't worry about it. Get back on track. Create thoughts that serve you to get back on track. That's it. There's the coaching version of what he just said. So here's my results this last week. This is wild because I didn't really even know. I mean, I guess I was a little bit thinking about losing weight after Disney, but it really isn't like a huge thing. I was down 3.6 pounds. <laughs> That's insane. I was like, what? And it's because I haven't been planning as much recently, right? And so I think that my wins this week was recognizing that our meals were delicious. We made great food. You made great food. That's right. I've got good recipes. Don't worry. I share all of these recipes in our Lively Lady Club. I was sick this last week, wasn't I, honey? Yes. It was a very different week for me. I never get sick. And I was sick this week. And I stuck it out. Like, I don't have those old thought errors that just like, you're sick. So just start again next week. I just don't even have those anymore. I did a 24-hour fast this last week. And I haven't done those in some time. And I wasn't even physically hungry or emotionally hungry. In fact, I've decided I want to incorporate that in on Mondays for myself going forward again. And I don't even experience a lot of physical or emotional hunger because part of it for me is taking that to God and finding that I'm closer to my true intended purposes when I do that. It's so easy for me. I was going to share it just a minute ago about Brian is that I actually think this is a very God thing too. God's finally bringing us together for you to see the path that I've been on and to support me in that. And it's a, such a beautiful thing. If you haven't said the prayer, dear God, help me find the path you have meant for me and given him a little space to work it out. Highly recommend that in this journey every single day. My struggle snack size candy um, and a little bit of mid afternoon and dinnertime snacking. And then I noticed because we've been watching a lot of football out here, the commercials again. Did you notice those this week? And I found my brain saying, that looks good. That looks good. Now, I'm going to do a separate little short podcast on these. So don't worry, they're coming. But I do think that there's a space for those kinds of thoughts that you might recognize midweek one to um, look at thought replacements for those. And that's something that I intend to offer to our ladies in our Lively Lady Club. It's been an amazing first week. I thank you, Brian, for coming on again. He's going to be on some episodes with me. And this is big for my very private, very quiet husband. But I love you guys getting to see how simple this journey can be when you practice a little mind management with a very simple energized eating plan. Agreed? Agreed. 100% agreed. 
So today is the day, ladies. If you haven't joined me in my challenge, you've got to get in. The link is in the show notes and then join us in the live. Just join the program. Forget the challenge. Who cares about the challenge? He hates, he hates that I do a challenge first. (laughs) The challenge is to help everybody set up their energized eating plan so that when you join the lively lady club, you can do the empowerment phases with everybody else who's at that point in their journey. I may change it in the future. Right now, it's through the challenge. For me. Right now, open up the journal and start doing it. It's that simple. Yes. And I will say that when you upgrade to VIP, you can get access to the journal and all of that in our Lively Lady Club just by joining the challenge. So it's simple. Go to the link in the show notes. Today's the day. If you love today's episode, make sure to share it with a friend who needs to hear it too. Leave me a review and click subscribe to get the latest updates on all my new podcast episodes. Ready to reach your healthy weight goals and drop the endless diet cycle? Head on over to emilyvinzantmd.com and learn more about working with me in Dr. Emily's School of Weight Loss, my virtual weight loss coaching program. The link is in my show notes.